Mic check one. Still looking good. Mic check two. Guest check. Laura House. Guest check. Laura House on the guest check. Chick. Check. <laughs> How do I sound? I'm going to boost you a little. Nice. Boost me. You kind of went into a radio voice oh, there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very well, sultry. You know I have a nice voice, you guys. Like, yeah. don't. It's just you did don't her voice. You're just looking at me and taking it all in. But <laughs> when you just separate the voice, if you were an operating system, fucking yeah. cool. Oh, absolutely, people would want to have sex with me <laughs> if I were an operating system. There's no question that I would be like a hot as fuck operating system. No question. What emails can I delete for you? Mm, that's right. right. Maybe it's time for lunch. Sometimes you forget to eat. I'd be such a good operating system. Aloha, everybody. We're fresh back from Hawaii. Welcome to the Comedy Film Nerds Podcast. Episode 195, back on the mainland. Back on the mainland. <laughs> halfway to 390. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. Halfway to 390. You Boy, know, 390 is going to be... God, you know, there's great. always that, that melancholy moment of leaving Hawaii. You just go, oh. I know. It's so nice here. It was so great. I, yesterday was when I returned my surfboard to Quality Surfboards on Ala Moana. Check it out. Uh, my, buddy Jason Bless you. my buddy Jason Gans runs it. Uh, and I was just talking to him, and he was like, oh, we had a great time. And, and then I got in my rental car, and I was just like, oh, I was starting yeah. I was like, I don't want to leave, man. Yeah. I've been surfing. My mm. voice is shot from doing fun shows. Oh, Yeah, the shows were amazing, too. God. That the the one we did on uh, on Thursday was fantastic. That was such a fun show, you guys. It's episode one ninety four. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. It's fun. It's with uh, uh, Russell Kialoha and um, and James Mane. James Mane. They do this podcast, guys with issues. Um, it was a blast. It was a fun show because uh, everyone there just about was like diehard fans of the show. So they were like yelling out movie stuff. Like it was really <laughs> fun. It was, it was a blast and they got every film nerd reference and all that stuff. And then, um, I did uh, stand up on uh, Saturday, uh, the 11th at the same Hawaiian Bryant's in, in the bigger room. And it was, oh, man, it was a blast. James Mane emceed, uh, that kid Shane, um, let me get all their names. Shane, uh, he he won the contest, so he did stand up. He had a very funny uh, iPod joke um, that I <laughs> that I thoroughly enjoyed. And where's some of the other ones? They had the uh, there it is, um, master controller, master. <laughs> yeah, he was the master <laughs> controller. So if you listen to episode one ninety four, we make fun of master <laughs> controller. That kid Shane then did stand up on Saturday. Um, which was a lot of fun. And uh, Chad Wago was there, was funny. Dallas Gwynn, she is fucking really funny. Um, and uh, Johnny Sparkles has this hilarious bit about Hawaiian porn. Um, 
and that was good. Really? A guy named Johnny Sparkles has a bit about Hawaiian porn? <laughs> Johnny Sparkles, and he does the whole... I hope it involves a ukulele at well, some point. It, well, it's all the pigeon English voice. He's like, oh, yeah, brother, get in there. Like, I can't, I can't do the joke justice, but... Get into my wakamaka. Yeah, 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 he does. He says all those Hawaiian terms, and half of the stuff I didn't get, but the crowd was, of course, going nuts for him. But it was great, and uh, James Mane in the big room, he's this... If you see the photo we posted on the Comedy Film Nerds page, he's the guy to the far right. He's a giant dude. Mm-hmm. He's a Samoan guy. He's six seven, like 450 pounds. He played college football, like would have gone to the pros had he not blown out his knee. And uh, so he does stuff about being Samoan and being a big dude. And, and uh, there's these huge like pole posts holding up Hawaiian Bryan. Hawaiian Bryan is like a huge facility. And so it's got these tall ceilings. So he's like, oh, this is like Samoan stripper, strip club. It's a strip club for Samoan. I'm butchering his fucking joke. <laughs> but it was hilarious. It was, I had a blast. So um, look all those comics up. It was, a, it was a lot of fun. And uh, it, was, it was good times. And then, uh, yeah, it was, um, who else? Uh, yeah, and then uh, a, a friend of mine, uh, Kiala Kennelly, is a big wave writer. Look her up. She is you know lives on Oahu she split, splits her time cuz she rides four, 30 40 foot waves she gives me Whoa. this poster an autograph poster of her on a 40 foot wave she's this like hard char- and she's teeny comes <laughs> out oh great show she's like this I'm like how do you ride these monsters she's like and not just fly off the yeah, board I just like <laughs> I've met some other big wave right like guys. They're big, like Laird Hamilton. Laird's is, huge. He's yeah. a big He looks dude. like a superhero. He is. He is a superhero. <laughs> like he's the defender of the defenseless ocean people. Yeah. Thor of the sea. He's yeah. the he, Thor of the he sea. He really does look like yes. the Thor of the, Thor of the yeah. sea. <laughs> and she is just like, if you didn't know who she was and she told you, like I'm a big wave rider. You'd be like, oh, I bet you are. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. You and your puppies, right? Like she is. A, there's a last year or two years ago, she got torn up at this. Uh, this like gnarly reef break in Tahiti called Tiahopu, I think. Posts on Facebook, face just gashed up, and yeah, back in it. Stitch that thing up. <laughs> Let's get after it. Like wow. And, well, nothing stops a uh, surfer. I mean, that girl lost an arm. She went yeah, back know, in the water. I know that you can't. Mm-hmm. Surfers and drummers. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Right? That's what they say. They're going to keep going. <laughs> right? Right? I love how you say it like yeah. everybody knows That's that. That's the thing. That's what my dad always yeah. said. <laughs> you can't stop them. <laughs> They're going to keep going armless. <laughs> Surfers and drummers. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks to uh, everyone that came out. Mahalo to everybody that came out. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a blast. And everyone in Hawaiian Brian's, it was a lot of fun. So I had, I had a blast. It was really I cool. Was surfing. It was surfing. I surfed every day. It was so great. <laughs> Couldn't get the kids out of the water every single day. Oh. Pool, beach, everything. We went to a luau together. Yeah, which, that was really oh fun. Man. Fire dancer. Oh, you guys. <laughs> it was really great. I posted a photo of Chris and I both in our Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so awesome. So great. I was mad because I was going to wear a Hawaiian shirt for the podcast. I had it all planned <laughs> out and then I just... Put on my regular black T-shirt thing that I normally wear. And oh, I was you like, saved it for the luau. It's okay. It worked out. <laughs> I that you guys have become those guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all the cool stuff you do, and then ultimately we're just uh, 
dudes in Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. Like, we're just your dad's friends. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're just all your dad's yeah. friends you grew up with. Yeah. yeah. Gonna shoot just pool, having a yep. drink, and yeah. talking about the weather. We're just, we're just those guys. Yep. Looking forward to a buffet. Yeah. yeah that's it. Might might mention the sand in my shoe. Not yeah. mad about it, but you know, might take a minute to chat it just out. Just your dad's out. friends. Just your dad's friends. We'll stand around and make interesting conversation at a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's about it. About where the stuff should be on the grill. No, yeah. it can't be right over the. You want to <laughs> fire adjacent. Oh yeah, no, I learned that the hard way. Oh, that's right. No, but you still want to. <laughs> guys in Hawaiian shirts talking grill talk. That's what it is. Those are those guys. Ladies and gentlemen, let's introduce our guest. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, more, let's have more grill talk. Yeah. Uh, well, we will. We will be having more grill talk. That's the special section. Is uh, is grill talk? Uh, we we want to introduce our guest, one of the uh, uh, very very funny comedians uh, ever, and oh. also one of the writers of uh, comedy film nerds in the book and the website. Been with us from the beginning. From the beginning. Always a pleasure to have her here, ladies and gentlemen, Laura House. Hello. Oh, wow. I should. I should. Hello, world. I should Hi. also add fan favorite. Oh, yeah, we get a lot of requests. You. When are you going to have Laura House back on? The Today. Answer, right I, now. <laughs> yes. Right now. Yeah. This is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Uh, I am definitely working on my sexy OS voice, so it might I go in and out that. throughout the... Uh, yeah, I understand. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> I'm, I also like to say subtly suggestive things. Yeah. <laughs> my, I want to make sure... If I'm an operating system. If you're an operating system. in love with me. And could you say downcast in a sexy voice? It's downcast. Oh, oh nice sponsor lead in, Chris. Yeah. That was really neat. I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Downcast will be sponsoring this episode. And uh, you know what? It works for all your OSs, sexy and non-sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Get your non-sexy OS. I don't know why anyone would choose that option. Yeah. You know, well, it's, maybe if you have a sexy option. Here's the thing. If you're Let's in the see. clergy... You know, oh, you know, you, you would you would it. figure it would be wicked, right? You know, you want a uh, you want a non sexy. OS. That's going to be too tempting. Yes. What if you just went through a bad breakup and you're like, I don't want to love, I don't want to open uh-huh. my heart yes. anymore. So I want robot voice. I want. <laughs> I just want give me just GPS That's lady who's getting me to the destination. Yeah, just give gets it. a little snippy <laughs> when I make the wrong turn. I, <laughs> oh, you want like a shame inducing <laughs> voice? You want like a little like? Can you give me the school marm? Yeah. Version that's like I said, the other left. No, you never listen. <laughs> you never listen. Of course, you blew right through that red light, oh. like I thought you would. Right. <laughs> I can say it, no matter how many times. You're just gonna blow through it. Well, you're gonna be late again. Yeah. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> Probably gonna need a tardy slip. I'm just saying, like a little too much on the school wow. thing. <laughs> Someone's working through some stuff. What? Yeah. <laughs> So downcast, so downcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now available downcast. for Mac OS. All your Mac uh, and uh, Apple devices will work with the Downcast. And mm-hmm. it's an amazing app. It'll do all sorts of stuff for your podcast. Organize them fast forward, different speeds. Everything you want your podcast to do, Downcast will do for you. I love it. And it's what like $1.99. $1.99. I'm getting it. Yeah. Sold. You can make love to it. You can fall in love. You can marry it. It's good stuff. Wow, that's the upgrade. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's got to be at least a yeah, two ninety nine. That, that's an that's an yeah, that's an in app purchase. If you're, yeah. you're going to get that's another two ninety nine. Yeah, it anyway. Interesting. <laughs> so when I'll we're spend happy, my life with Downcast, and we're we're really I'm doing. Where do you it. go on the honeymoon with Downcast? Do you go Hawaii or do you go Bali? Any, oh, if Laura you're lucky. just came back you, from Bali. You go to Cupertino. 
paper oh, towel. Oh, <laughs> that's where, yeah, that's where Downcast wants to go. Always yeah. Silicon Valley. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're like, Downcast? I mean, I like it. I don't know that I would go on a honeymoon to Cupertino. <laughs> Is there anything we missed on the, uh, let's see, I want to make sure we didn't miss any uh, points paper on the shuffling. Downcast. Yeah, paper shuffle, shuffle. You could, uh, like and, uh, it has iCloud syncing. You could sync podcast subscriptions, episode status, playlists, and settings between Downcast on multiple devices, including Macs. And, of course, Priority Play lets you rank podcasts right after Comedy Film Nerds so that episodes from your favorite podcasts <laughs> always play first. That would be amazing. You know yeah. that Downcast will um, it will delete all of your files if you put Comedy Film Nerds other than first place. Yes. <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's real vindictive. It's not a bug. <laughs> it's a mean. Yeah, it's not a bug. It's an undocumented feature. You, and you keep getting harassing emails. Hey, what's the deal with that yeah. ranking? It's, you, like a, your, it's like a shadow government. Yeah. Like secret. You said you were going to change it. Pop up. Didn't you mean comedy film nerds? Yeah. 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 I hope this doesn't delete your whole computer <laughs> with <laughs> comedy film nerds too. Wow. You know, <laughs> devices crash all the time. Just saying. Yeah. Sort of like, sort of like mob threats. It wouldn't like, be my fault. Yeah. Computers fall downstairs all the time. <laughs> Why don't you check your final draft? Maybe a few documents listening, <laughs> missing, if you know what I mean. Oh, I would hate for your computer to get its knees broken. <laughs> or maybe I end up at the end of a big piece of water. I you would know what hate I mean? for some stickies to be erased off your dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> Real tough use, guy. Do they still use stickies? I use stickies. Really? On my dashboard? Yeah. Wow. Write myself some notes. Oh my God. Is I, there a better way to organize yourself? I don't know. No, yes, for the past no. 17 years. I use probably 8% of my computer's capacity because oh. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh boy. That's a cry for help if ever I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Would someone please come rescue Graham? <laughs> Is that my operating someone system? Someone out in yeah. podcast land. <laughs> Come yeah, your operating him. system comes on and just goes, don't bother. Stop it. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to play You're just gonna make it worse. again. <laughs> just, <laughs> just put the laptop so, down and go swimming. Ready for solitaire? <laughs> we have a lot of movies to talk about. Mm-hmm. And Holy we shit. want to talk about the Golden Globes. We're going to talk about her, August, Osage County. And uh, we there's a lot of DVDs coming out. So let's get into it. Because, well, we should talk about her first. Yeah, we'll definitely want to talk Who? about her. <laughs> her. Who is she? No, she's a, she is a sultry about? operating system. <laughs> oh, by Scarlett Johansson. And uh, now, I'll go first because I think I, I, I may have liked this movie more than Lara. Uh, I want to say first about Spike Jones, And he his movies are really... Uh, love him or hate him and he goes down a rabbit hole and he dares you to follow him and they're done a lot of them unironically and they're done passionately and seriously the way he shoots his movies and i've had both reactions on his movies i mean i thought where the wild things are was awful i could barely stand to watch it uh i liked adaptation i liked um being john malkovich and now this movie her about um Joaquin Phoenix falling in love with his operating system. I actually really loved this movie. I, I really liked it. It resonated with me. I liked the. Uh, I wanted to see how they handled the premise, and it was it was an interesting movie in the way that it starts up. It's the near future, so there's definitely some satire being sent 
being uh, and some commentary being set up here. And what I liked about it too is the weird production design. We're like, we're gonna kind of make it in the future, but not really. Everyone's gonna have higher pants. Yeah, and it's trousers <laughs> from the fifties. Yes, but it's definitely like two thousand nineteen. Yeah, retro future kind of thing. And uh, using and like, the word trousers. Less, yes, and like, you would have to for what these like, pants were. You would have to call them. And trousers. the devices so had a pocket. I mean, no yeah. one mentioned them, but you. There's no, nothing else to call them. As your woolen grandpa trousers. As you're watching the movie, you're like, oh, that's that was a. Weird weird choice for him and then you realize oh no everyone is wearing high panted yeah uh, woolen trousers uh-huh, yes <laughs> and uh, I- and los angeles is a little like tokyo it just shades of sort of japan if blade design. runner had a ten dollar budget that's kind of what oh. <laughs> what it would lo- would have looked like. Like All it's right. that near future kind of like you know what's kind of coming, but it's not there yet. Like there's a couple giant screens, but it's it was very it, it was very deliberate in the way they made it. Yeah. Like this I like that. Near I like future, the look but at it. not really future. Like everything from the video games that he plays in his uh, apartment to just like the the devices that they would hold. Now, ultimately, this this movie is pretty much it's a contrivance. This movie is a contrivance. It's the the question is whether or not you're going to suspend disbelief enough to buy it or not. And I did. It, it won me over because the acting was so good. I thought the writing was really good, and I thought the direction was good too. Now, did it get dopey and hokey in parts? Of course it did. And but ultimately, I found the character so nuanced and so interesting, and the way the sci-fi elements were kind of blended in with the relationship drama i just it really resonated with me i really liked it um now joaquin phoenix he's a weirdo but he's a great actor that he seems really clear. is yeah yeah there's no no we can go oh, yeah he's yeah as i was no, watching i was like i'll bet he's like the weirdest like usually people flip out around movie stars i was yeah. like i'll bet people walk away yeah, from I him while I, he's talking I yeah, I all think, the time i don't think he gets approached a lot it seems yeah. like weird but also like of his cool movie star friends like Seems like maybe like weird for weird. He sake. would be like, the you most. Guys want to go up to the roof and eat some bananas on yeah. Bing Bang? No, we don't. I I just feel like of all the celebrity really friends, you weird. would probably label him as like, oh well, he's kind of the most off-putting. He's <laughs> yes, like you don't want to get like stuck with him at a party, right? Exactly. Or yeah, like yeah. there's people yeah. that are like, oh shit, don't let me get don't to let get stuck with Joaquin Phoenix, <laughs> or that yeah. it would start like, oh my god, it's Joaquin Phoenix, and five minutes later, like I've, I've I gotta go. go. My yeah. friend, yeah. my friend, she needs a ride. Yeah. She's starting to itch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't so, really want to hear about what you're talking about anymore. But th- there was. Th- and there was just some great. That's happened of, to me uh, so many times. <laughs> <laughs> and it always still covers. Oh my god, how is Afghanistan like? And then fifteen minutes later, oh, shut up. Gosh, I get it. It's scary when the shells go off. Whatever, war zone. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You're some kind of hero. Uh, <laughs> tell yeah. me more about surfing and yeah. your samurai sword. Ugh. And that was weird because Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix actually walked away from you. It was like, oh, enough. <laughs> oh, that's a real showdown. <laughs> I know. You're like when Joaquin Phoenix thinks I'm weird. I'm weird. That's a real showdown. That's a real weirdo when, showdown. When he's the first to walk away, oh, I got it. Joaquin Phoenix is going, oh, there's Graham Miller. Oh, gosh. Oh, he's talking so, about going overseas. Don't ask him about yeah. samurais. But but this is this is the kind of movie I, I don't want to say is that uh, it, it's kind of like reviewer proof. You can't really nitpick it. You either buy it or you don't. It's one of those movies um, that you either, you're in 100% or you're like 
no, I'm rejecting this movie wholesale because it really had that right. feeling of so whether you're 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 in you're in or out on let's this movie now. So you'd have to be an idiot to buy into this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I bought none of it, not for one golden second. Um, <laughs> from the posters at the bus stop where he's wearing red with a red background. What is that? It just looks like a mustache waiting for the bus. <laughs> Why is that mustache floating in a red sea? (laughs) On Laurel. There's a mustache waiting for the rest. (laughs) It's outrageous. Um, I actually was medium on it, so there goes your Oh, okay. No, Mm -hmm. he had me from the beginning. I, Mm -hmm. I felt like they built into it well of like when they showed what frankly because i was like what is this like a guy falls in love with siri like we didn't really know kind of what it was and um (laughs) i like to be as uninformed as possible when i go to the see films and um we go to what but i thought it set up him as a guy who vulnerable to like he doesn't mind having like he's not good with intimacy anyway had a breakup i was like oh he was well set up as a guy who might uh, fall in love with an operating system. Um, I like that it wasn't Siri, that I was wrong. I was like, oh, okay, this is more. And when they showed her and what she could do, I was like, I might fall in love with her. Like, I actually found it, like, believable because I'm very attached to my phone. I, we all are. Like, if, you know, the day you walk out of the house without it, you're just like, oh, I, I have to get back to the house as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to check my email constantly. I have to do, mm-hmm. like, I totally get that. Um, and there's scenes in the movie with people just walking down, you know, hallways, and no one's looking at each other. Everyone's talking, and you know they're talking to a device. Yeah, just like life. talking to each other. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. So I, for me, I felt like, and I can't really get into the details without spoiling it. So I, I guess I won't. But for me, the places it went got where like I checked out mm-hmm. on it, where I was like that. Like if like for a premise, if you can go, if this is true, what else is true? I get what he was saying, but I was like that, like no, like <laughs> like or like this isn't interesting to me. Um, again, I really don't know how to talk about it without being spoily. Um, what can I say? I guess you can bleep it out later. Like, well, you could say like up to like the middle of the movie, the way like, the relationship goes, and yeah, and when. It, when you can I say when you bring in a, a another human person? Oh sure, I bought yeah. into that. I yeah. was like, I people do that every day mm-hmm. on OK Cupid. You know, just yeah. like yes, I'll come over right now and mm-hmm. you know do things with you. We've never met. Like I, but the, there was a point where I was just like this. Now we're and I I understand it was a magical element and you just had to buy it. But for me, I guess it felt like ultimately it was Joaquin Phoenix's Castaway. Like, it was mostly him. There were other people in the movie, but mostly you're staring at him and his mustache the whole time. It's his movie and Scarlett Johansson's voice is well, pretty yes, much what it is. For sure. But I mean, like, just like Castaway, it was like you're mostly, like, it hinges on Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Inherently, he's a person who, he may be wonderfully gregarious in person, but he's a person you can't get to know. And he's playing a guy you can't get to know. And I was done. Like, as opposed to even if, like, I could think of 10 other actors I'd rather see do that. Like, Philip Seymour Hoffman gives me a more vulnerability and I can buy into why he's doing this and, like, feel for him. But he was kind of playing a guy who does you can't access. And I was just like, oh, I, like, 
that was hard for me to like I didn't care. I just didn't care. I was mm. like, oh, this guy can't love and now two hours later he can't love. Great. I guess that was the movie I just watched. It was just this like blah. here it's funny. I That's my not, official review. I, but <laughs> um I have not seen the film. And when I first saw the trailer, I went, I'm sure this is a well-made movie. I very much like Spike Jones's work. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, I, I initially, after this has changed since listening to what Laura just said, but I initially went, well, Joaquin Phoenix is the perfect guy to play a weirdo that falls in love with his computer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm so torn with technology because on the one hand, it's awesome. Like we talk about it every, we, we, there's people listening to this right now all over the world. That's amazing. I can Skype with somebody who lives in wherever, Japan. I was FaceTiming with a friend in Waikiki going, hey, this is what Waikiki looks like. Mm. And they were like, holy shit, I've never been there. I'm like, well, you kind of are now. And it was like a virtual like travel with me thing. It was ve- That's very cool. We've done the live streams. It's really cool. And you know what? That's actually in the movie. It's like when she he goes out with the computer, it's in his pocket. And there was even like little touches, like it, if it was really in his pocket, it would go all the way in the pocket. There's like a safety the pin little safety to pin. keep it up so the yeah. camera can see out of I the uh, pocket. Too. I mean, that stuff's cool. What bums me out is that the other side, it's like we're more connected than ever and less connected than ever. And yeah. that I don't even want to watch as someone who has gone through a divorce and bad breakups, who, you know, being single is kind of some ways horrible this, this movie may resonate with you uh but in a bad way yeah, I'm, yeah, it, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna watch it and go it i don't want to wanna, i don't want to fall in love with a fucking robot you know what i mean i don't want the the most amazing woman i've ever bet to be a fucking operating system mm-hmm. like that makes me want to fucking hang myself because i've gone through a slew of dummies and selfish <laughs> horrible liars like i don't want to fuck i'm i'm that's my only hope yeah, I. It's like somebody so was. I'm sorry. I'm somebody. <laughs> someone was reading me some new, some new age book about two halves of a flame, and like this, and this was like, <laughs> this is how you find your. And I'm like, I don't know that I believe in a soulmate. And they're like, well, and then they were saying all this stuff, and I was like, okay. And they're like, you got to just be open to it, Graham. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Flames I, don't have halves. Right, whatever. <laughs> I know. Flames don't have halves. It's a and gas. It's a gas. Like, and, you really? might, and, you, and she goes, you know, you might not. Meet her in this lifetime. Oh, oh go oh, fuck yourself. Oh, that, fuck you. That is That's, so helpful. What a loophole she gave herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. It's not that what I'm saying that's is like bullshit. When a, that's like when it's a psychic like you, says. It could take three more lifetimes. Yes, yeah, right. so that's when a psychic says, well, this may not come true. This may not come <laughs> true. Or whatever. Any of the religions that are like, you know, this life sucks, but heaven, heaven's going to be great. <laughs> and uh, just think about that. Yeah, so... Uh, Go, so I just, the premise made me yeah. go. Oh, that makes sense. So I don't even want to see yeah, it. And personally. I will say, and one of the things that also resonated with me about the movie is how nuanced the characters and the relationships were. Like you could see, like his ex-wife is in the movie. Mm-hmm. You could see how that love-hate in equal measure sure. uh, would, would either got them together Who, is and Amy also Adams his ex-wife? destroyed. No. No, Runa Mara is his ex-wife? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. And she, Amy Adams is like his friend. Amy Adams is his friend. And then there's, uh, I thought, a really compelling scene with... Um, he has like a date. He gets set up on a date, and it's a beautiful woman. It's the girl, uh, 
what's her name? The girl from it's Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde, yeah, beautiful woman, and she's got everything together. She's you know great job, a lot of yeah. money, it's and the then, coolest date ever. And it's the coolest date ever, and then it starts to degrade in a way where you see this beautiful woman that has a, everything going for her, and then it turns to the point where you start to feel sorry for her. Like that kind of uh, turn on characters and relationships was really compelling. And that kind of happens through like because a lot of the movie. So so few people are compatible with somebody like that? Is that what, what, what it terms? It was more, uh, to me, it was more like... Like she's uh, broken in a, a different way. This is a great date. Anything he said, like he said a bunch of weird stuff. And mm-hmm. instead of a normal reaction, like, oh... I find that off, but that's weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. She was like, ah, oh, that's so cool. Like, tell me more. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everyone listening. Tell me more about your video games. Like, she's the perfect yeah, right. woman. Right. Like, oh, that's incredible. And then at the end, she gets like, are you going to call me or what? Like, like, a de- like, I'm crazy and desperate. Like, you need to propose to me now or I don't know what we're doing here along those lines. And I'm sorry. If Olivia Wilde said that to me, the answer would be yes. <laughs> like, oddly, the way it was in the film, no, you'd probably you would say not. no. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It was really that, like. It was so well done. You're like, ooh, even okay. Joaquin, that was a great moment. Even yeah. Joaquin Phoenix walked like, away. Hey, I'm going like, to think about this. Oh, yeah. you're <laughs> weird. That was a moment where he was out weirded. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a little intense. Um, yes, I agree. There were great moments and there were great things to it. I, it was just for me, it was one of those like, uh, I always get well. It got in halfway. You got you were mediocre on it. You I didn't so. reject it outright. Yeah, but there were some great moments too of like living in LA and knowing it and going like, oh, they're behind the Disney Concert Hall, and he picked deliberately. Like some of it was built, um, but a lot of the LA scenery is just places around town that look futuristic. Right. Like he right, walks right, by right. Disney Concert Hall, but you don't see the. Um, He's just saying you like, don't see the thing that says that, but it looks like a crazy right. This is just corporate <laughs> this building, is new yeah. future architecture, exactly, right. and mm-hmm. it is. But it's like mm-hmm. oh, like if you didn't know right. it, you'd be like oh, that's a crazy. That must be a mm-hmm. green screen or whatever. Um, then there's a funny thing too. I thought of like the guy works in a cubicle, um, but he has the most amazing apartment, and I was like. That's an interesting future. Was there an earthquake and prices went down? And <laughs> what's well, an online tech a, company? They're the yeah, ones that make all the money. I guess, mm-hmm. it, and I feel like that was the ultimately. I realized that was the commentary too of like, yeah, mm-hmm. he does make a lot of money doing mm-hmm. this thing that seems not useful no, at, all. At, yeah, at, at, at all. Yeah, so it's. Uh, I, I, it's, I don't it's, know. it's worth seeing, but it's sometimes I have that thing of like, really, it's like Oscar contender. Like I just get like, like I start judging against that of like, sure, sure, a good movie, but when it comes to me in a screener and it's like, oh, this is in the running, I go, well, that seems outrageous. Right, right. seems. Uh, well, let's go. Let's go into yeah. another film that okay. falls in that August Osage County. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, who this... plays the operating system in this movie? <laughs> Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a pill popping. Um, <laughs> so this is based on a Broadway play that was highly successful. That was very funny, and this is a problem that happens. From I, I've I've said this before, it is really hard to adapt a stage play to a film. Because mm. stage plays are the writer's medium. It is all dialogue. It is one long monologue after another. It is the, it is the in writer. one on one set on one set, right? So it is it is except for Lee Miz. Yeah. <laughs> they change that set every five or minutes. Cats. At one point, yeah. it was a boat. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when the spaceship came down in Cats? Yeah. You Remember when the spaceship came down? Spoiler tune alert! Tune into comedy theater nerds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna really get into this. Uh, um, <laughs> So uh, 
And that is just a problem because you have these so long monologues. I'm just going stage play, stage play. I'm watching (laughs) a stage play. Like you could cut this in half. Mm -hmm. Um, And the stage play from what I didn't see, but from what I understand of people who saw it, the stage play was just almost like a full on comedy that had some sort of heartfelt moments. And this was trying to be heartfelt with funniness. So sometimes the comedy was like, Oh, that's interesting. What? That I hadn't heard. You know, and was it as funny as Wolf of Wall Street, which yeah. was classified as a comedy oh, by the, the Golden Globes? We're going to get into the Golden Globes. <laughs> I would they're... call that a comedy. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a comedy, but then it's got super heavy stuff, and the transitions between the two are just sort of like... And then you've got these two really... I don't know why you have these... these uh, Cumberbatch and um, Aaron McGregor, these, you know... Actors from the UK. Mm-hmm. Why? What are they doing in August Osage Why County? Why are they in this movie? Like, I don't know. Well, what, what's the basic in premise Liverpool of this movie? County. Right, the basic premise is... It's like a dinner, right? Well, no, she has to... It's it's more than a dinner. I'm sure the play was just the dinner, but because <laughs> mm-hmm. they spent a lot of fucking time at the goddamn table. <laughs> um, uh, it's like a real time um, with the dishes with, and everything. Oh, <laughs> How many courses is this? Oh, great story. Um, so, uh, Julia uh, Roberts' mom is Meryl Streep. Uh, her dad is, um, uh, not, I forget his name, the guy who writes all the plays that also Tracy Letts <laughs> Sam Shepard Sam Shepard uh, her dad is Babalu Sh- Mandel yeah no Sam Shepard was the correct one you know he writes um, all those plays um, all those Laverne so, and Shirley plays yeah so he Meryl Streep is a is a prescription drug addict so she's mm-hmm. she's crazy uh, Sam Shepard goes missing. Julie Reese Dreyfus has to. They all come home to rally around mom. So Julia whole, Roberts. Julia Roberts. Okay. Oh yeah, Julia Reese Dreyfus. Whatever. And there was a Veep crossover there for a, a little bit, which I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> it was an enough said uh, mashup. Um, <laughs> Julia Roberts uh, comes back home, uh, and and everyone else, Dermot Mulroney, and all these. This very good Chris Cooper plays an uncle. Um, you've got Margot Martindale who was amazing in like season three, I think of justified. Yes. All these great actors, um, Juliet Lewis. And it's just that whole, you know, gotta go home and deal with the family. You know, like that theme has been done a million times. And I don't know. I just, I just was like, I remember when I saw the trailer and I went, Oh, I've seen this movie before. Right. And I've seen this movie before. And Meryl Streep's great acting up a storm and all this stuff. It just sort of was like, of course, this it's un, what bothers me about this movie is the unfairness of the award system. In that, um, and we talked about it a little bit on the last episode, the spectacular now is getting zero mentions in any of these conversations. And August Osage County, which is not that great of a movie, it's a C plus, is immediately right because it has well, the, because of the Meryl cast because of Meryl Streep so it's and Julie Roberts right yeah mm-hmm. and Meryl Streep in a wig you know acting up a storm automatically was it a wig big whatever you know what I mean <laughs> yeah it's like it's 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 like when she did the Margaret Thatcher one like that wasn't that great of a film in mm-hmm. terms of story and thematically she's great playing Margaret Thatcher so it just right. automatically gets it and it's, it's Oscar bait it's such yeah. Oscar bait and that's spectac- right. the spectacular now movies like that or like um 
safety not guaranteed from a year ago. Films yeah. like that just mm-hmm. get immediately disregarded or they don't have the budget to do the big the big marketing push. marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, it's difficult for them to break. Uh, through it's, every once in a while, they do like Beasts of the Southern, Southern Wild, Wild is one yeah. that sure. broke through with but literally like nobody people, in the cast that you would recognize. I mean, and this is not their greatest work. Do they do they need more awards? No. Like, why don't we? And if the Academy is all about bringing in well new young talent, like when when did that happen? Yeah, well, when did they say that? <laughs> Jennifer yeah. Lawrence. I mean, they always do every year. They pick, okay one. They pick some new young person and oh, give them give them the yeah. thing. Like, they, but the Hollywood Foreign Press, I don't think they care. I think they're 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 old school. Um, well, neither is the Academy either. No, but I mean, it's just true. like the, all of these awards get completely. Even SAG falls prey to this shit. Like, I'm in SAG, so any SAG people listening, don't vote for the same old people just because you think they should. Like, I don't know. Agreed. Let them earn it. There does, yeah. There does get to be a like. Uh, and a course attitude. Well, and not putting down Lewin Davis or whatever, but just like, well, of course the Coen brothers, of course that they, and then, you know, you don't want to be the weirdo. It's like nobody in town wants to be the weirdo. It's like, I didn't think it was all that good. Right, right, right. What? what? Well, yeah, I know. Well, then get out of the here. The emperor has sure no clothes. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's some I, of that. I thought the most amazing criticism of August, I was saying, and I knew exactly what they meant, um, was like, hadn't seen it, and then, but, you know, you just get sort of all the reviews filtered through, you know, social media or whatever. And it was just like, it just seemed like a lot of great actors acting. And I, but that was the criticism. So I was like, <laughs> I know that criticism. Yes. Like, that's how yeah. I feel almost every time I watch Al Pacino. I go, well, that's right. some great acting. Mm-hmm. I know, that's what couldn't, you feel like. Couldn't care less it's like about what's happening. Acting. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a character it's to like me when that S- I care when about. when Spielberg makes a war are- movie, like War Horse. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is just Spielberg making... You know, uh, a Spielberg movie. This is exactly what it felt like. There was n- pick one surprising thing in War Horse that you went, "Oh my god, I can't right. believe he did that." <laughs> no, Same you can't. Thing in August Osage yeah. County. There's yeah. nothing that happens in August Osage County. I go, "Wow!" I go, "Up, oh, this is this big scene. Mm-hmm. I, know that I see this oh, coming." Mom doesn't understand me. Oh, got it. This kid's got. Oh, <laughs> that son's got a secret. Yeah. Oh, 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 that's a twist. Okay. Oh, there. That marriage isn't going to last. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You know, oh, so here comes the epiphany. Interesting. Yep. The act three epiphany. <laughs> That's so great. You know, like we're all learning about it. So you didn't, you didn't enjoy it? It's not like I, I hated like, it. No, it's not I like did. when I had to watch Where the Millers last night on my plane. Which oh, is like, <laughs> oh, um, Again, That's good funny. scenes, good acting, but it's just sort of like, got it, got yeah. it, got it. So, yeah, I don't need to be here that, for two hours. That yeah. seems to be the, like it's still on all the nominated lists, but that's, to me, that seems to be the general feeling of the reviews of it. Or like, yeah. like that people aren't even split like her, which is even more interesting of like, well, I really touched me. Oh, I don't know. And it was like, a very I, different, that movie go, oh, that did surprise me. Right, yeah. That is very uh, The thing about her, uh, again, it's an inventive idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's Agreed. a creative mm-hmm. idea. Whether you are on board with it or not, you got to give Spike Jones credit. Absolutely. And he right. always is doing inventive. Something things. interesting. Something yeah. interesting. Absolutely. And it's like, it's like Dallas Buyers Club, like, is it based on a true story of this guy, this like rodeo dude, and it's like Matt McConaughey in a way we've never seen him. Mm-hmm. Like all of that is like why I would get way more on board with that film than this sort of Broadway Oscar bait. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is just like one Yeah, I'd rather th- see the filmmaker do something interesting. Than 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 yeah. the Academy Award Country Club people getting right. together <laughs> and having a talent show cocktail right. party where they just give each other awards. God. That's what it fucking feels like, That's you know. Amazing. Yeah. 
they just pat each other on the back and, and you know, someone got a, a hybrid Rolls Royce and they think they're saving the world. <laughs> it gets one more mile per gallon oh, than the regular wow. one. <laughs> yeah. We know these aren't blood diamonds because we mine them ourselves. Yeah. Oh, why are you wearing diamonds? <laughs> um, all right. So let's get into the Golden Globes. Let's definitely get globes. into the Golden Globes. Now, I will say as... Uh, That's what I call my boobs. Oh, nice. the Golden Globes. Golden? Yeah. Golden Globes? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the Hollywood Foreign Press. So uh, when someone says, stay golden, they mean I'm your like, boobs. no problem. <laughs> stay in boobs. Done. <laughs> Sticking with it. I, I thought, Why would um, I change if it ain't broke? Yeah. <laughs> I thought uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, I thought, did a, a fine job hosting. Nice the girls. Night. Yeah. Nice, uh, the only thing that it kind of like, it got like, oh, I don't know. It was when Amy Poehler won the award, then she got all like gushy and out of comedian mode. Oh. And uh, and went like uh, like just basically sounded like everyone else. Where uh, oh, this is so great, thank you. And really, everything's bullshit when you when you when you think <laughs> wow. about it. You know, you uh, resent yeah. Amy Poehler. Yeah. Having a moment. <laughs> she was ven- vulnerable and appreciative of having been honored. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't think that was necessary. <laughs> I, I, Why can't that's, she, not, that's not fair. Why can't she say stay snarky for her acceptance? Yeah, what? I think she should have wow. stayed snarky. That yes. is bullshit. No, really? I just never have an honest moment. Crazy. No, I'm saying not that they. I'm saying they're incapable of. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Wow, you really dug a hole. You can't. Get I know. I did. Sir. I think I did. No, my my point was that I thought there was a certain tone throughout the entire thing, and I thought Tina Fey and Amy Poehler hit it perfectly. And I thought that was just one moment that I thought like it felt really like. Uh, like she said, oh, I didn't write a speech. I'm like, well, you should have. You're hosting, and you, you know, it would have been nice to see like a little more polish in that the acceptance exact speech. Opposite. <laughs> I feel like if she had just been like, all right, whatever, you guys. I mean, mm-hmm. winky, winky. This is all bullshit anyway. I'd be like, well, fuck you. That you know me, what? That, yeah. yeah, I would. Be okay. like, I hate it when comedians do that. I okay, well, it. that well, that's fair. This. I will say this. I didn't get to watch it because I was surfing in Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Mr. Too Cool. Sorry, mm-hmm. better than you. Um, <laughs> but I ag- I agree with Laura. Having not seen it, I that in, just in terms of general sentiment, I, it drives me crazy when comedians like, yeah, whatever. It's not that big of a <laughs> shut the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Louis C.K. Okay. posted something last year, like, well, I might be on the Tonight Show. I don't care if you. Will. Oh, then don't fucking promote it if you don't give a shit, right. motherfucker. How dare you talk about Louis C.K. Oh, oh <laughs> sorry. We're not allowed to make fun of that guy. <laughs> He's just right. regular Joe. It's not that That's, he flies around in a private jet and is yeah. kind of a really hyper-competitive asshole. That's not it at all. <laughs> all right. Well, that's a fair point. All of them that yeah, you guys just you're made. you're wrong. <laughs> no, surfing makes me better yeah, than you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Get out. All right. All right. Chris, Chris lost that round. What's okay. Next? Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll concede defeat on that one. <laughs> Graham and I are still uh, yeah. running. What's next? Next topic. Oh, uh, but I thought it was really nice. Now, I did like when Ricky Gervais did it, too, even though, like, he. it's amazing how you can see, like, the, the awards producers, there's a certain line that you can't go across and that line at home is really funny when it gets crossed like uh you know like ricky gervais was hilarious i thought as he was hosting golden globes but you know they hate him because he oh you can make fun but not too much and then that whole speech about how tv people are ugly and and film people are beautiful (laughs) it's just like it's hilarious it's like when um some of you are too young to remember when david letterman hosted the oscars hysterical absolutely Uma uh, Oprah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was like, what? I mean, why? I'm young. 
Why are you taking? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. Who's David Letterman? What? I'm very young. What? Why are you? Too. Why are you taking this so seriously? I mean, we did just like yeah. jokes with the cab driver. I mean, all these yeah. these cool bits, and it was like, no, that's not the proper tone for the academy. Yeah, it was supposed really? to be fancier. Than really? That. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why they, you know, when they went back to the Oscars, went back to Billy Crystal. Was he's he's safe again? Right. It's, um, a, it's a corporate. You're doing a corporate yeah. gig. But, yes, you, but Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin did it. Did a fine job. Right. They did. Mm-hmm. It. But the but, and then you're like, well, let's young it up. Let's get two people who uh, can't comics. host them. Yeah, <laughs> or aren't comics and, and don't want to be there. And That'd be not, also not live performers, really. Like just no. two film, two young Talking film about people. James Franco and. And Hathaway. And Hathaway. Yeah, that's another weird thing because it's like, I mean, the level of, like, Tina Fey, uh, comics and improvisers are the best choices because they host. They of host course. Already. That's like, the whole point. Seinfeld said it. Like, even if you are hosting the Oscars, you're still hosting. You still yeah. need host skills. You need yes. to roll with different things. You need to you make need impromptu jokes after between yeah. stuff. Be okay with people staring right at you yeah. as right. opposed to, like, film is like, oh, can I do yeah. it again or it's whatever? A, it's, it's a like, fluid thing. You have to be able to adjust. It's a lot on your shoulders. I love that we're just reviewing the hosts. Yeah. (laughs) I guess people won stuff too. Who cares? But, but (laughs) yeah, but they, uh, I thought, I thought they did a a great job, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Um, So, okay. So best motion picture drama, not comedy, 12 years a slave. And I want to give them credit. They actually got a 12 years a slave joke off. Uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Uh, what did Amy Poehler goes? I was like, wow, that made me never look at slavery the same way again. <laughs> and, and Tina Fey goes, wait, how did you look at and the nominees? Oh. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I here's my personal connection to this is I I never try to predict who wins whatever because I'm like I don't know I don't know what they're thinking, but certainly until the day before it. Um, I was like the bet of all the screener, all the everything I'd seen. I was like the best movie I've seen this year was Twelve Years a Slave, and, and it's a movie really, you I, never want to see again. Never want to see again. It's great also, review on the site by Laura House, by the way, for yes, Twelve Years I, a Slave. Thank you, Jackie Cation said it was the best review she's ever read. Wow. You guys don't care, but that was nice, yeah. <laughs> a nice honor for me. You're like I have no response to that. I thought that Jackie was, Cation. Yeah, she, oh, oh. <laughs> she's a Forest Ranger or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah, it was an amazing movie. And of all the other ones I saw, I was like, oh, it doesn't impact. Like, it is so impactful and good and great acting and fascinating. It's not just a movie. It's going to just punch you in the face and stay there for yeah, a while. It's so, so, uh, real good use of the medium. In in, I mean, the, this is where the Golden Globes always gets weird. So it's it's competing with Captain Phillips. Okay, Gravity, sure. Philomena, okay, and Rush. Yeah, how did Rush get in I'm there? Sorry, Rush. Is that the Jackie Chan? Yeah, um, that's Rush the, Hour. Tucker. Yes. Because <laughs> I first of all, I didn't realize that came out last year. I feel like I saw it a long time. Ago. No, it was pretty new. No, yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was Rush? That was the race car movie. That was a Ron Howard race car movie. Oh. Oh, did I see that? It was good. With Thor was yeah, the Thor's race car the race driver. Car driver. Oh, got it, got I mean, it was. I remember those trailers. Interesting. That's weird. But, but like, best picture. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you break up in all these weird subcategories. Yeah, like as opposed, but as opposed to like all is lost or Mandela or 
when you look at the other things on here, you know, even Nebraska. Oh, I guess they put that as a comedy. I think it's safe to say we won't see, be seeing Rush again. Interesting. In the yeah. Awards. I, I, it was a weird one. It does. See, it seems like a panic pick. Uh, Rush. We yeah, just yeah. we need one more. <laughs> need one more. One all right. more. European race car drivers. We're the foreign press. <laughs> all right. Oh, maybe and, that. Uh, all right. Biggest payola. Okay, Rush. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, best actress in a motion picture, Kate uh, Blanchett, uh, Blue Jasmine. I don't agree with this. That's interesting. I I actually have not seen all of these movies yet. I have not gravity? seen I have not seen Philomena, and I heard Judy Dench is really good in that. First of all, Philomena. That's what I call my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Golden Globes and Philomena, folks. <laughs> Check them out online. Almost any Boy. movie title is funny if you go, oh, that's what that's I, what I call yeah. my butthole. Yeah. Yeah. 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Mm, that's what I call anything, my butthole. Anything, anything. That's what I call my dick is 12 Years a Slave. The butler. <laughs> Labor Day. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah, yeah always funny. <laughs> Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I call my butthole. <laughs> Her. My balls. One, one more. I call gravity. The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. That's what I call my butthole. <laughs> Uh, Always Nebra- my problem with Nebraska. Movies. If you're ever okay, you can keep going. Oh yeah, any any <laughs> movie title because yeah, it's the corn <laughs> the corn state. I- Hello, yep. GrahamElwood.com, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Here's my thing with Blue Jasmine, American Hustle. You keep <laughs> going, <laughs> Francis Ha. That's what I call my butt. Always fun, fun at a party. Yeah. Fun at ah. What you, Especially when people are really going into their favorite film. Ah, oh, yeah. wasn't that you know so what good? I call, it is good, and that's what I call my butthole. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I. That's what I call gravity. Uh, no, her. Yes. <laughs> oh, her. It's my butthole. Yeah. Her, oh, it's your butthole too. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. my butthole. <laughs> my butthole, Captain Phillips. <laughs> Always, I'm sorry. I know it's childish. I don't think it's not childish, but still uh, funny. I think it's. Uh, I think it's important. It's I, yeah. we're doing really you know good what? work here. We're creating <laughs> laughter. Yes. <laughs> All right. And we're saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. Here in the butthole. <laughs> saving Mr. Banks. That's what I call my butthole. Um, so. how, why I call it that? Not important, but that is yeah. what I call it. That now, is what I call it. I, it's a story, but I don't want to get it. All right, Blue Jasmine. I got to say this about Blue Jasmine. Okay. That's what I call my bow. Um, I, li- <laughs> I like Woody Allen movies. I know he's kind of a, a, a lover hate type of a, a right. filmmaker. I really like him. Blue Jasmine. And, and, and again, Kate Blanchett. Sorry, I have one more. Point break. Point break. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I actually call the tip of my penis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Go ahead. Kate Blanchett character was just a little too over the top for me in Blue Jasmine. Really yeah. interesting. I just I just found her to be sort of a little ridiculous, and and it was sort of I it, hated her. It was kind of one of those things where it's like some of the Woody Allen mo- movies I don't like. It's like oh, I love more rich people complaining about their problems. Like <laughs> oh, Manhattan is such a is so hard for these millionaires, and you know like. I just well, you write what you know. Yeah, sure. Right. But but he's gone away from that and made some amazing movies, and it kind of felt like I wish he would keep on this new path of just writing movies that weren't Woody Allen. See, I really like this movie too. I thought I thought he actually captured oh, both. You like movies I hate. Yeah, not all now of them. Now I get. <laughs> no, we both hated all the Twilight movies. <laughs> <laughs> I secretly like them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but so, uh, I, I gotta so, come clean on yeah. this. <laughs> but yeah, I really, I, I thought this was one of his uh, better movies that he's made. I mean, I really liked um, Midnight in Paris. I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I, Again, I actually really liked, inventive. Yes, about something. I actually really liked uh, this movie. I thought her performance was good, but. Um, I thought Sandra Bullock's performance in Gravity was really good too. So, so I would, now, I, who I would you have given it to? Now, did you see Labor Day? I did not see Labor Day, mm-hmm. but I would have. I me, I would have gone Sandra Bullock because okay. that Gravity is Sandra Bullock's movie, mm-hmm. right? Right. You know, and well, I would say Blue Jasmine was Kate Blanchett's movie. I just Blue Jasmine. You didn't buy it. her. It's not even that. It's a personal preference. Her Blue Jasmine and Lewin Davis had the same film structure, which is like you're watching an asshole go through all this stuff, and at the end, oh, still an asshole, right? <laughs> like maybe a little worse off. Like there's not even and like even Wolf of Wall Street could almost make, but so much more happened, and there were surprises and twit. This I just felt like oh, I'm. Really, like, walking next to, uh, like, just a jerk who I don't enjoy at all for an entire film. Yeah, it's and like... It's some like, people like that. And like I the, was just like, ugh. That person you know, or a friend, or a friend of a friend is like, and this person, and you, and they're like, well, they're trying to do this, and you're like, yeah, but that person's a fuck-up, so they're going to... F- they're going to keep fucking this up. And then, no, I think this is the... And, and there's then, like nothing to root for. There was no, no like, no. oh, I hope they no. get that because they didn't like, want anything. Uh, they're just self-indulgent. Did, like, did you like The Wrestler? I didn't love it. I guess I liked it all right. Mm-hmm. But he same but structure. I also, but I felt like he did stuff though. Like he tried to and he be had with a someone. Bit of an arc and he he was, tr- yeah, and in the end, there was a certain redemptive quality, even though it didn't pan out on a happy note. But at least he was trying to do something. I felt so. I would I would argue it wasn't the same structure. Just watching someone hmm. be a shithead throughout their whole life makes me just go, "Well, this is someone yeah. I don't even oh. have any contact with." Like these are the types of people I've written out of my life. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just an just a hyper self involved, and I'm a little. But mixed I, I think on that's the... I don't I don't I don't think that's completely fair with Kate Blanchett's character because ultimately it was also grappling with like mental illness. Like like I really think sure. it wasn't necessarily a complete sure. personality trait. Where it wasn't I haven't seen Inside Llewyn Davis? Wasn't that more just that was him? Right, and it, he was he was like a selfish jerk. Uh-huh. But I thought she, I get maybe some mental illness, but it's like she was a selfish jerk. And then she was, and I, somebody corrected me on my theory. They were like, "Well, at the end, she was broken," and I was like, "She wasn't that great to start with." Like it was, like it yeah. wasn't. I don't know. I, and I mm-hmm. think too, like, and I'm not sitting here saying, and I, I don't think Laura's saying this either, that like I want every story to end with the big rainbow and they sure, all, sure. They fixed and solved everything. But but if I'm just if there's no change, well, also it's a um, it's a much smaller target to hit. When you're dealing with like a character like that, right? You know, there's there there's less places to go because then if you do have that giant redemptive arc at the end, then it feels well. Not even that it has to be that. To me, it was just more. It it didn't feel like oh, I commend you for that. To me, it's like the end of Blue Jasmine. Like when they started rolling the credits, I was like, really. I felt like it just took me to a place. Like the bus took me somewhere, dropped me off, and was just Mm -hmm. like, we'll just get out here. Like, I was just like, um, all right, I'm just going to walk out of the theater and go to my car. Right, well, a lot like, of, how did just, I get on this bus? Yeah, it just seemed like, oh. I, I, will, like, I will say, though, a lot of Woody Allen, that is sometimes Woody Allen's movies. They don't end. They just kind of stop. I'm, um, yeah. But I, I really liked it. I, I did. I thought, now I'm looking forward to seeing Philomena. I haven't seen yet. That, some think, of these movies are she, hard to find. Do you think, though, Chris, that she mm-hmm. deserves best best actress? I think it, she. It was uh, good acting. I, I thought she did a really nice job at it. Yeah, I think she. She uh, beats out Sandra Bullock. Now, I. 
Let me put it this way: I wouldn't be upset if either one of them won. I thought yeah. they both did a really good job. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be like, oh, they got robbed. I thought they were both really strong performances. Yeah. I inherently feel differently from most other people on on Woody Allen, I guess, because I like him as a pedophile, but I don't enjoy his filmmaking. <laughs> and uh, that same I with Roman find... Polanski. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, a... I've been trying to say that for five minutes. All right. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got that. No. Joke. Yeah. Glad you got it out there. Um, all right. So now this is, I think, too. Now going into to best actor category, I think this is going to be the toughest category because it's like all amazing. Well, this one here has Robert. I don't know that all is lost is going to make its way into the Oscar. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people really. It's a crowded year. Yeah, but it's going to be. It is unless I think, they're doing that where they can just put as many as they want. <laughs> in there again. Right. Are, they doing, are they doing best pictures? that again where they're like, mm, three more? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Matthew McConaughey wins it, which I thought was amazing. Tom all Hanks right, and, all right, all right. <laughs> Just keep winning. What? Yeah, he was amazing. And he was amazing in Mud, and he was amazing oh. in Wolf of Wall Street, and like, what a great year. I know. It's it's uh, it's really, and all, and everyone he's up against, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, yeah. Idris Elba. I did not see Mandela Long Walk to Freedom, but Idris Elba is a really solid actor. It's a strong category. Yeah. Tom Hanks is great in Captain Phillips. Um, and now, best motion picture, comedy, or musical? Okay, can you pick the comedies on this list? I know. American Hustle, Her, Nebraska. Inside, Inside Lewin Davis was a comedy? I can see that. There were like some... It has comedic moments. Yeah. The, but, but this is... But almost any like Oscar contender, you know, like award season, none of them are funny. Like it's never like it's Anchorman a, 2 maybe. It almost like, looks it's like, never like a for the Golden Globes, comedy. well, if there's one joke in the movie, yeah, you can put it in the sure. comedy I would, section. I mean... Even uh, when, when uh, uh, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio accepted the award, he's like, I never thought I'd be getting this for a comedy. Yeah. And I know. They, there's were, some they were like There's some shocked. horrifying moments in that. In Definitely terms horrifying, of, but like of the movies that came out last year. Would you what call would hair you, a comedy? What would you nominate as a comedy? But like what... Again, I'm not arguing your point. I'm just saying, like, well, right. what would you? I mean, to me, the most depressing of any of these was Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska got not down a, to like. I, I mean, I get that Will Forte was in it. I enjoy him, but he yeah, wasn't like, funny in it at all. I mean, but, he was he was great in it. Yeah, was, there were some. To I, me, there were funny moments of like how small not, town people are. None of these are, are musicals, right? Like, what were they? Right, but of the movies last year, what would you put in this? Their would have been a good, this would have been a good place for spectacular now, yes, which was a dramedy. I mean, it oh. had some really great drama moments, but it also was pretty funny too in parts. So that would have been a good place to put um, that movie. What's you know what you the way way back? Way way back's another one. I yeah. would have put that in there. That's a mm-hmm. com- that's a teen. It's got a lot. Sam Rockwell's got a lot of funny moments. in Well, it's it. definitely a comedy. And what but about it didn't feel uh, like a award? This is contender. the end. This is the end. I would have put that in there. Oh, the Simon Pegg one. Well, there's the the that's World's End. That's the world. So you actually meant the James Franco yes. piece yes. of shit. Oh, you, <laughs> oh, you are fucking kidding me. You would nominate have that nominated for a Golden Globe. Guys that just get high and fart and shit and butt fuck for an hour and a half. You're like, what? Yes. In the I comedy section, yeah. For a Golden Globe. <laughs> you are kidding me. Well, I got to agree with Grandma. I thought that movie was really funny. Great movie <laughs> if you're going to get just get high and eat Doritos with your friends, but probably. But like, not. An inherently great movie, but if the co- if the category is best comedy <laughs> or musical or musical, but it's still 
to win an award is no, still no, no, sort no. of parenthetical. Well, no, that, that's that's because that, then you could go well, Anchorman too. Like that was a comedy, and this is the problem with the but category. It's not an award. This is the problem with the category. This, this is it. One hundred percent. Make it the comedy because if you're going to have a comedy category, then you need to have comedy. <laughs> you're in opening there. yourself up. Her yeah, it's a comedy. Inside Lewin Davis is not a comedy. Her is not a comedy Her's either. Not a comedy. American Hustle kind of. I feel like their intention but, is like a comedy within reason. But these aren't, these aren't true. I mean, you're going to have that. I Wolf think of Wall Street comedy. Like, no way Wolf of Wall right. Street is a comedy. Uh, I would, I would, I don't mind that. Of these, I would say American Hustle and Wolf of Wall Street were certainly the funnier. Oh, <laughs> I would say. That's such a yeah, horrible No, it's not. Because it still has to be like award worthy then the, okay, comment. Right, now then eliminate is, the category. Okay, this is a this mm-hmm. is a discussion now. This is a serious discussion that we've had before because this is the problem with the Oscars is good comedy movies never get consideration because comedies are looked down upon. Like, oh, if it's well, a- but you also named a real stupid comedy. <laughs> Oh. Like end of the world, like to go to argue because I will take your argument for way way back. Certainly versus end of the world, but like go. Oh, it had heart. There was some great acting. There was some great writing. Alice and Janney, Sam Rockwell. Like right. there. The wor- okay, I would go. All right, I would. I would make that award like adjacent. But like end of the world. I mean, come like that's like if you go. I disagree because <laughs> I know here because here's the, the. I'm not saying best picture. I'm not saying. It's best picture. I'm saying best comedy, which means did it make you laugh? Was it and it funny? was inventive too. It was it was self aware. It was self referential. And if you think the movie was funny, that's fine. But I'm saying okay, the world's end, the Simon Pegg one. Okay, that's a pure comedy, right? It doesn't have a lot of dramatic moments in it. All of those movies, the, all those Edgar Wright movies, are mostly comedy. They don't have a lot of heart. I mean, there's not. It's it's you're going there to laugh. It's marketed as a comedy. Got it. You're going in there as a comedy. Uh-huh. So it needs a fucking it needs its own category. That's my fault. That's my point. And her and Inside Lewin Davis do not, <laughs> don't deserve to be in there. Got it. It's like saying it's like giving somebody like uh, best stand up comic of the year is going to go to James Franco for hosting the fucking <laughs> Academy Awards <laughs> to He's, Whoopi Goldberg to for Whoopi. like giving off some zingers on the View. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like. You're Standing on stage telling jokes, and inside Lewin Davis and her and Nebraska, aren't- I guess I just I here's I this totally goes to a issue. I totally get your point, but I also think inherently I don't buy the argument because it's the Hollywood Foreign Press, it's the Golden Globe, so they're already coming at it as like we've put together an award show that to some degree is prestigious. So our cutoff line is around here. Like that they're not just going, like I don't feel like their message is these were the best five, like that these were the funniest movies of the year in the comedy category. And I get that like you're getting, like your detail is on the word comedy. Like that's not a comedy. They shouldn't say comedy. This is bullshit. But I feel like- The name of the category that they gave. But they're not coming from, they're not the American, yeah, but they're not- Well, they take comedy out of the title. I I get that that's your, your one thing is that. But I feel like they're coming from, of the movies that we would award for being good films- well, then just These make it. We put into this comedy. Well, okay. And they don't best... even put it at like people nominate themselves for their but own. Well, category. then make it, then make it just like, best that picture. That would be Scorsese's people right? or just, something that would be like, it... we're 
Yeah. We're going to put Wolf of Wall this? Street you have in the best comedy. motion picture drama. Yeah, make it just make it best picture and take out the words drama why and comedy. Why you have best motion well, picture comedy? That musical. also creates another problem, which is when we get in exactly for the reason that you said. For example, when you get into the Oscars, comedies are never like anything even remotely funny is like never in there. They're never, or if they're in there, they're not going to win. Right. Comedies never win that sort of thing. So I feel like this set out to solve that problem to some degree of going well. Let's have something for this kind of funny movies and then something for like the harder dramas. Well, then they haven't implemented it properly. <laughs> well, they're foreign. Because, because these <laughs> it means something different. Well, to what them. you have now is a uh, you have a drama like, category and a drama light category. Is pretty much what you like, have. Fair uh, enough. Uh, no, but <laughs> I think that is kind of what they mean. But like, look at this. Okay, Julia Louise Dreyfus is nominated for best actress in a motion picture musical or comedy. For enough said. Why isn't enough said then in that category? Like, I just don't, these, this is just, what they're doing is how the Oscars extended best picture to 10 films to include more nominations. It seems like that's just what they're doing. They're just extending the drama into the comedy section. And then it, to me, it, it well, yeah, you know what? Cause then it's, it's also saying, I think that, we're in agreement. Call it drama and light drama. Because, well, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what because we're the problem at. is then it, it it's already, from what you're saying, if that's where they're coming from, then they're doing that thing that I already mentioned that that really bothers me, which is, oh, comedy doesn't have the same value. Like, unless you're crying around a dinner table talking about the tough childhood, when, in fact, all of these best, like, uh, Meryl Streep can't do what we do. She can't do it. She's an amazing actress. She can't go on stage for an hour and entertain a room full of strangers with jokes. She can't do it. She could never do it. None of these best actor people can do it. And therefore... It's a it, little tangential of an argument no, to bring in stand-up comedy. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it is. You're like, uh-uh. I do stand-up comedy. I own the word comedy. They're not allowed to use the word comedy because these films didn't make me laugh. Because like, I think they are. They're like, this is our award show. But they don't we're even calling have a musical this, We're here. calling this out. Well, there wasn't one. Like, this is where if that um, Moulin Rouge, like the year Moulin Rouge came out, they would go, oh, that would, that would go in there. Or Chicago. Versus they're saying it wouldn't be fair to put it up against, in their line of reasoning, against 12 Years a Slave. That's a different thing. Let's move on. Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll agree to disagree on this one because uh, we, we're actually running out of time. Yeah, we are. Uh, let's, let's run through these real quick. Um, where were we? Oh, we were in Best Actress. Uh, motion picture comedy. Well, we're not going to go through all of them. We're just going to go. We'll get to maybe best animated. Um, now, I don't know. I think best actress in a motion picture, Amy Adams, American Hustle. I think this is also a very uh, decent category. But, you know, Meryl Streep with August of Sage County, it's just, you know, she's going to get nominated. And this is kind of one of the flaws of the system. It, was that the win? No, the win was no. Amy the win Adams. was uh, Amy Adams in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. And uh, <laughs> now, now, best actor not, in you motion just hate picture, the musical, Golden or comedy. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Because why aren't Tina Fey? Why didn't Kristen Wiig or Tina Fey get any of the, these categories? Like, why aren't? Why are they never nominated? Did Bridesmaids get in the year it came out? No, I don't think that it did. I will look it up. Because no. that would be a good one. That's a great movie. That, because to me, see, we like, agree. you see the it's difference between End of the World, to me, and Bride. Like, Bridesmaids, I go, oh, that had some merit no. that I would go, all right, I would put that awards worthy as opposed to just, oh, this is like a crazy, silly 
not a warrior. No, I would really. put them in the same category. I thought they were All both right. inventive comedies. And go and, and bridesmaids has mm-hmm. a shit joke in it. It's still funny. It, well, it has me, it has many, but it's still mm. to me like held up be, as a, a film. <laughs> But if you're Better gonna, if than you're gonna, the one that you mentioned. Okay, but if you're going to say that movie is invaluable because it's got fart and shit jokes. It's not about valuable. It's about award worthy. I'm not so, saying it's not valuable. I'm not so saying, hey, shit, do, hey, don't make that movie. So a girl movie. shitting in her, in her wedding dress, which was funny. There was, that's more award worthy than guys well, butt fucking and we're smoking getting, weed. Yes, actually, yes. The way you worded it, <laughs> yes. That's I would, there was more. There was more heart and weight and structure to Bridesmaids than like the like, Let's see how silly we can get movie that you mentioned. That's my feeling. Okay. Uh, best actor in a mad. motion picture. We <laughs> so we have uh, Christian Bale, Bruce Stern, and then Leonardo DiCaprio won for Wolf of Wall Street. And even when he won, he's like, oh, I can't believe I won for being in a comedy. Um, now, here, let's go to animated films for a minute. This is actually a very short category. Did you see these since uh, you have yes. children? Uh, and Frozen, by far, is the, the, it's not even in the same category. But what's weird crudes? is... Uh, no. Uh, what's weird is like Monsters University isn't on here. I mean, oh. that was a huge animated movie last year. So Also, uh, why did they just... Get, so with that one, they just go, we could only think of three of them. Yeah, yeah. But they don't have was, a requirement. They're was, just like, yeah, you know what? But the other thing, too, is some of these animated movies um, we're not getting, uh, or we haven't got, or they're very, very limited release, like the Miyazaki movies, like uh, um, The Wind Rises, and then last year there was there was another one that came out, but in that, you know, his movies are amazing. So I think some of the times, too, it's we're just not getting enough of these movies. All right, here we go. Best motion picture for 2011, comedy or musical? 50-50? Mm-hmm. Guy Dying with Cancer, The Artist, Bridesmaids, Midnight in Paris, My Week with Marilyn. Here's my last thing, and I'll let this go. <laughs> I don't think that's true, <laughs> first of all. Um, you're, to say that you don't think that this, is the, or the, this is the end is as, as good as Bridesmaids, fine. That's, that's, your, that's your, uh, your opinion of those films. But I think they're in the same type of movie. They're just pure comedies. And so for Bridesmaids, you can say Bridesmaids more, you think it's better, well-written, whatever, but they both are pure comedies. And Bridesmaids gets nominated as well it should have. And I think that list has more comedies in it. My Week with Marilyn, I don't know how they call that a comedy at all, but... But Midnight in Paris, Midnight, you could call a comedy. Midnight in Paris, sure. yeah, I would, I would agree with the rest of them. The also. artist, yeah, the I would artist, call a yeah. comedy. Fifty-fifty, uh-huh. I would call. That's a dramedy, but that, well, they meant to treat cancer in yeah. a light way. Sure. Yeah. sure. So half is good. If it's half comedy, I'm on board. <laughs> if it has three jokes in it, no. None of uh, the, in my opinion, this year, there's other movies that were pure comedies they could have nominated. Okay. So let's go real quick. I just want to do uh, Best Director, and then we'll move on. Um, Alfonso Coron Gravity, the winner. Uh, I thought this movie was amazing, and I think he should it. He deserves to win. And one of the reasons is that when you shoot a compelling movie and that you also shoot it in a way we've never seen before, mm-hmm. to me, that's the mark of pure directing. I think that's one of the reasons he deserves the award. Well, yeah, of course, because it's you've got a film that is the whole movie – takes place in outer space and that could be really boring that could be apollo 13 that could be, 
even with more people. Yeah. Like the not having people was not not yeah, a solution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, funny. that was not the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, two people and then mostly one person just floating around to shoot but that and make com- it compelling. Compelling is and yeah, the, director to gets take full the credit technology for that. to a new level. Mm. Yeah. Even absolutely. though all of the scientists and astronauts were like screaming on the internet that it had all these things that, that wasn't accurate. Yeah, I could suspend disbelief. I could do. Yeah. I, could <laughs> I, I bought it. I would have um, been annoyed had everything now, been really accurate and I would feel like it was a math class. Yeah. <laughs> like if they over-explained right. every little Even this if thing, her I'd be operating like, system saved her, I still would have bought it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I get it. She's running out of oxygen. Yeah. Okay, that's all I need to know. And best screenplay. Uh, all right. Well, let's do, well we want to say Spike Jones, her. Nebraska, Philomena, 12 Years a Slave, and American Hustle. So her won for best screenplay. And I think, too, yes. uh, if you were going to pick... I'm wrong. Yeah, well, I, well no. Because I would have liked... No, let, let's get one thing straight. The Golden Globes are never right. <laughs> so let, let's, let's get to... I inherently more. I was like, I wish... Like, as soon as it was over, I was like, I wish Charlie Kaufman would have written it. It was the writing that was my problem. It was... The uh, thing he wins for. It was, it was weird and quirky. I really liked it. Was it best screenplay of the year? That I'm not sure of. So I'll, I'd have to, I'm reserving judgment for that. But I don't know what these others are, too. It's just like 12 Years a Slave, sure. But I mean, like, I don't, I don't know where the, I don't know how the Golden Globes comes up with any of this. <laughs> yeah, well, it's I random. Is there a dartboard involved? Well, there they, is there a movie listing from the paper? And, and a magic a eight ball. <laughs> and they have a magic eight ball. That's pretty I mean, much. Uh, Okay, we got. We really got to move on. Let's go to uh, DVDs. There's a lot of movies coming out on DVD because of the gaping hole in the theatrical release schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, as you mentioned before, can't leave their house. Yes, there's some bad weather around. <laughs> and, the and they're catching up on movies. Uh, the Butler. I'm just going to read the list. The Butler, Riddick, Carrie, Fruitvale Station. That's what I call my butler. The- <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Stop right there. Fruitvale Station. How come that movie got no? Is getting no. Mm. awards that movie is amazing that is an amazing film it is better than a lot of these that have been nominated no marketing budget oh i mean look that is the sadness of a lot of it is like the campaigns you need a you need a goal money they didn't or the studio didn't choose to put their money on that to shove it down people's throats because that these movies need a golden globes campaign they mm -hmm. need an they need an academy awards campaign And, and it's separate from the PR budget. Mm-hmm. They're actually, they're specific campaign budgets. So only a select amount of movies get um, get that love of uh, for the PR. So uh, Fruitvale Station, Spectacular Now, You Are Next, and Enough Said. So there's literally a movie for everyone uh, that has come out. If you really want to see Riddick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's uh, Some people Wait, were saying next, it's not bad. The... Your next is the, oh, the horror, horror movie. But it, but it was, uh, uh, Neil said it was pretty good. He actually, it was like more like self-referential, self-aware, kind of like a slasher movie. And it was kind of funny in parts. And so he liked it. He thought it was Wait, uh, marketed completely. Wait, a self-aware slasher movie? We haven't had those for the yeah. past 20 years, every single film. <laughs> Isn't every horror movie now somebody going, wow, God, it feels so weird here. It's like I'm in a horror movie. Like, doesn't every movie say that now? Well, the, uh, the, Since Scream. Yeah. Every film. That like came out in 92 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Every this, movie. I, I'm, I'm telling you, this this is what Neil said. He said it, it's it's worth a view. And, of course, Spectacular Now, if you missed it in the theaters, make sure you, you catch it on DVD. Um, and I heard even Neil was mediocre on Riddick. So I think that's the best you <laughs> even, can hope for. Even Neil. Yeah, I think that's the best you can hope for for, for Riddick is if you can get Riddick, mediocre to so, it. So, I mean, yeah. here's the thing with mm-hmm. Riddick. Mm-hmm. You, if you're one of the 
eight people that are really into these movies, <laughs> then go get it. You're yeah. gonna oh, there's there's more than time. eight. They keep making money. Uh, enough said. And that's the uh, yeah, that's James Gandolfini's last film. Yeah. So yeah, is really. that why it made the list, or is it good? Has anyone seen it? I saw. I saw it, and it's it's it's. Isn't got it charming? It's charming. there are some charming moments yeah. to it. There's some. Um, you know, Julia Louise Dreyfus is great in it, mm-hmm. and and Gandolfini's great in it as playing this sort of like regular Joe. You know, it's not. It's of course always interesting to see him not be Tony Soprano because mm-hmm. he was obviously so right. good at that. But um, Catherine Keener's, you know, plays this really sort of um, narcissistic, uh, like famous writer or something like that. And uh, she's great all the time. She's great. She plays that. There's great scenes. There's some stuff that sort of isn't awesome in it mm-hmm. but it's, it's a good little I mean like if you didn't see it it's worth renting it's worth watching I just saw it on a plane again okay and coming out uh, this week and this is again time to catch up on your Oscar movies uh, Jack Ryan colon Shadow Recruit sure so uh, like, January release yeah ba- Battle colon Los Angeles <laughs> so, this is that uh, is an awesome film yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is a super fun movie. Battle colon Los Angeles. Battle Los Angeles is a is a. It, blast. It's so dumb. It's so it's dumb. Just, but it's it's just fighting aliens. It's there's it really is Black Hawk Down with aliens. It is oh, nice. It, it's, it's aliens come just, to L A. And, and then they on. fight. That's it. There's, there's a couple just. There's nothing else that happens for tw- two hours. They, I yeah. don't mind that. I enjoyed uh, yeah. Pacific Rim. Yes. Oh, also, I what it. I call my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed. I, I, I also legitimately. How come Pacific Rim wasn't nominated in the comedy category? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I would. I would be um, down for that. Another movie that will not be nominated on the comedy category: Ride Along. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> not because yeah. the Golden Globes makes yeah, mistakes. Yeah. He I, made the mistake of proposing to this cop's sister. You That's know, Ride Along. Hey, is Kevin Hart short? Did they yeah, make that, that joke? Yeah. Has that joke been made? You yet? know what? Uh, Apparently, I, he's not a tall guy. I get it. He's scowling. Oh, yeah, right. I, I got it. I got it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Nut Job. And this is another one of those shovelware animated movies that uh, is in between Pixar oh, releases. Squirrels. Uh, yeah. Oh. And now this movie I actually found, I don't know if this is in your area or going to be on demand, but I found it and I saw the trailer and I found it instantly compelling if you're a parent. This is a Japanese movie. It's called Like Father, Like Son. And it's about a successful businessman driven by money. And when he learns that his biological son was switched with another child after birth, he must make a life-changing decision and choose his true son or the boy he raised as his own. So the families are trying to decide whether they're going to swap or keep the kids that they have. So it it was just, even the trailer just kind of, it was really made me want to see the movie. Like, I want to see, and that's the perfect premise and trailer where I I hear that and go, I want to see this movie. I have to know. What happens? Uh-huh. I know yeah. what. Uh, that sounds like a great. That yeah. like a great premise. So, so if you can find that, check that check that out. And if I can't find it, then email me and tell me how it is. <laughs> and uh, that is our show. That's it. Mm-hmm. We did it. So uh, sorry for all that stuff I said about the Golden Globes. <laughs> no, that was very. That was compelling. <laughs> that was a great conversation. <laughs> we uh, we. It's great when people disagree. You know, it's it's a more compelling show. <laughs> uh, so, Laura House, where can people find you? Oh, girl. Now that you're back in the country. Yes. Um, LaraHouse.com. I try mm-hmm. to update it. Um, I'm at the Improv with uh, Jackie Cation, January 28th. Oh, that'd be a great um, show. Yeah, like you did. That, like, mm-hmm. Jackie and Friends. It was so mm-hmm. nice to do that with you. Um, Jackie's hilarious. Oh, I've got a book out. 
What? This is my third oh, book. congratulations! You're my second book. This is my third book. It's called True Tales of Lust and Love, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it, the stories came from a storytelling show that was very popular in Los Angeles that Anna David did. So oh, it's yeah, on uh, Amazon now. It just came out uh, a week ago. So oh, True cool. Tales of Lust and Love is like thirteen bucks on Amazon. Because that was a show you would go and it was kind of a stand-up show, but you'd sort of. Tell a true story that actually... Storytelling, yeah. Like, we basically sort of read personal essays. Some people wouldn't read them, but, um, you know, yes, personal storytelling show about dating or relationships or different... It sort of covers the different gamut. Like, I'm not, like, a particularly sexual performer when I talk about... So, so mine would be, like, my first kiss or, like, a long sort of Harry Met Sally relationship that Mm -hmm. I had or, you know, whatever. And then some... The story that's in the book is about um, how I learned that I like strippers. Um, The (laughs) night I learned... Oh, now I get it. (laughs) This is nice. Um, They're very nice ladies. Um, And, uh, yeah, but great writers like Cindy Mm Shupak from Sex and the City and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, great comedy writers, all women and... You know, a lot of great stories. We got a great review in Publishers Weekly. Oh, cool. Sweet. Great. What's the name of that book again? True Tales of Lust and Love. That's on Amazon. Excellent. Nice. Check it out. And your Twitter, Facebook, all that business? Uh, I'm Laura House. It's at I'm Laura House on the Twitter. Check it nice. out. Also, I try to like tag you guys more. So maybe find Yeah, and we've been that. retweeting a lot. So you'll be able to, if you're following us, you'll be able to find Laura. Perf. Um, all right, guys, that's our show. Uh, this week, I will be headlining the improv in beautiful Harvey's Lake Tahoe uh, at January 15th through the 19th. Um, and of course, we will be at Sketchfest um, January 25th doing our uh, live podcast. And it's a, it's a noon show, isn't it? One o'clock show. One o'clock, One o'clock One show. O'clock. It'll be at the Punchline Comedy Club, but mm-hmm. go to Sketchfest website. Uh, we'll have that on all our websites. And then um, uh, January 29th, uh, doing another live show at the American Comedy Company in uh, San Diego. San Diego, Gaslamp District. And we were going to live stream that one. That's going to be a laughter show. That'll be really fun. And no Comic-Con, so... What else are you going to do that, that <laughs> so, Wednesday? <laughs> Comic-Con's seven yeah. months away, yeah. Chris. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> so that's, no, yeah. No, so, <laughs> Anything that happens any other day yeah, yeah, in yeah. San Diego yeah, it's is just, just not yeah, Comic-Con yeah, day, yeah, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't count. Yeah. We're going to San Diego Zoo. Well, it's not Comic Con. I guess that's a good way to spend the day. SeaWorld? Yeah, that's weird. Chargers are in the playoffs. Not Comic Con. Yeah. I guess I I can make it. Good luck. I guess there'll be plenty of hotels available. So there's 50 weeks out of the year that San Diego is just (laughs) shut down. It's just a tent. It's It's just not Comic Con. Yeah, then it's irrelevant. Is Uh, is San Diego even still there those 50 weeks of the year? I don't know. It's like Brigadoon. Yeah. Doesn't it just show as up for Comic Con? Yeah. It's not even there. <laughs> Do they have electricity? Yeah. Non Comic Con? It is a real town. Mm. Yeah. Unless makes no you're sense. dressed like Spock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why even go to San Diego? Really... Unless you're going to meet R2D2. Why would you even go to San Diego? <laughs> if you don't have a Doctor Who outfit, uh, if you have your own TARDIS, forget it. You know it. what I mean? If you have an obscure comic book character, don't go to San Diego. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Why would you even be there? <laughs> so, for those of you who are just. <laughs> Camping I love, out. I love, I love the character that's like at SeaWorld going, oh, I guess these people are really into dolphin movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I get it. Like, everything is just Comic-Con. <laughs> oh, is this a uh, baseball cosplay? No, yeah. you're in a Padres game. It's a Padres game. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 
So, yes, folks, uh, if you want to get your Comic Con tickets early, come to the American yeah. Comedy <laughs> January 29th. And I will be at uh, Palm Springs this weekend in, at the Fantasy Springs Casino. Um, so if you're not in Lake Tahoe, <laughs> come on down to uh, Palm Springs. If you want to see either Chris or I mm-hmm. in a casino, it's yeah. this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be just as smoky either one. You want to... Uh, <laughs> You want to wheel in your breathing apparatus right. and your slot player reward card? Come see Chris or I. <laughs> Two different casinos. Reward card. So, um, and always, we want to thank you guys for. Uh, we are filling all the uh, Whistling Bane shirt orders. So, if these yes. guys have thank you for being patient, they will be going out uh, very Sweet. shortly. Yes. And um, we actually have more orders now than we did right before Christmas. It's crazy. That's you guys how many. Are awesome. Yeah. That's how many we have to fill. We're back because we were both in Hawaii. Yeah. So uh, we want to thank you guys and uh, for all the support you have given us. And we're going to be starting a Kickstarter campaign. Uh, it will be shortly. The next couple of days. Next couple of days for the, um, well, should we mention the title now? The Earbuds. The Earbuds. The podcast documentary. Yeah. So we're making this oh. documentary about podcasting, you guys. And some of you already emailed us. And um, as soon as we launch the Kickstarter, which will we'll be let very, you guys know. Yeah. So look for that. It'll be in the next couple of days. Spread the word when that Kickstarter goes. Yes, we, we'll need your help. That's an awesome name for it. <laughs> Earbuds. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, everybody. Thank you. Thanks mm-hmm. to our guest, Laura House. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for everybody who's out there listening throughout the world. And uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first.